Um, so today is um, a key day. It is the most important routine that you will ever do um, for anyone that works with us, any of our students that come through our program and into our coaching programs. This is the number one non-negotiable routine that you will ever implement. All right. So we're going to go through that. I'm going to teach you how to um, I can't I won't have time to teach you everything about the morning routine. But what I will do is give you what I think is probably the most important thing, how it affects you and how you can win through it. All right, guys, um, I'm going to go through very quickly a little bit more because we only went through it very brief in terms of um, the movement that you can take. So if you right now are kind of thinking to yourself, man, I'm starting to see progress. You know, I wouldn't mind improving myself a little bit more and doing something for myself and improving uh, through a structured program or um, a movement or something that's going to take you through and be able to hit all the steps that you need. All right. So this is us right here. This is how this works. So on the five day, you get what we would call an insight. Okay, so these five days are simply an insight into maybe waking you up, resurrecting you, making you um, making you think a little bit more about how you're conducting your life. Maybe thinking a little bit more about maybe why you're not where you are. It's just that in very insightful, you go away and you kind of get that right. You get those five days and you understand a little bit more about yourself. But some people get to that point and kind of go, right, I'm like, I am ready for more. I kind of had enough of my own fucking bullshit. I'm sick of the excuses. I want to take responsibility. I want to do a little bit more. What do I do? Well, there are three directions that people go. Now, I've been doing this challenge for five years. So I've got a good idea about how the mentality works in terms of guys and how they progress after these five days. So some guys will go straight away back to their old way of living. So everything that we've learned right now will just evaporate. And that's just the way it is. And why? That's because they're so ingrained in terms of the way that it's been that it is too difficult to suddenly embrace a new way of life without accountability, without a community, without any type of self-learning. We just go straight back into money and it's straight back to being punched in the face. And we call that the hamster wheel, right? I get many guys, many guys emailing me on a Tuesday or Wednesday after a challenge going, I've fucking gone straight back to the way that I was. Okay, everything that you taught me has just evaporated. Okay, then we get some guys that are driven and they spend the next two weeks off post-challenge going, man, I'm going to implement some of these things. And they start off really well in the first week. Then the second week, they kind of get pulled left to right or center. Then they start doubting themselves. Then they start overthinking. Then they start neglecting themselves. Then they start making excuses. And within two weeks, we stop. So I call that the mountain range. So one minute we're up, one minute we're off it. One minute we're up, one minute we're off it. And then there is the option to come into here, okay? And by the way, I just want to give you like a congratulations, right? We've got like 20 people live right now. There are 210 people in a group, okay? On Monday, I want to show you how easy it is to slip into this mentality. On Monday, 56 people completed Monday's task. So far, the last time I checked, 22 people have completed this char, uh, this uh, today's task. So at the very start, only 25% of people, of 210 people, showed up. Okay, And that's because they either would have forgotten themselves, got distracted, work took over, some bullshit excuse, not committed, whatever it might be. That's 75% of men that will have missed all of this content, all of this opportunity to learn and grow. 
And that is because we fall into the same mentality as these two models here, right? Okay, we fall into that mentality. But for those guys that are still showing up, you're still winning. Okay, so there's something there. You know that there is something here. And there is a sense to drive, to continue. And there's a hunger and there's a thirst to learn, to grow, to see how far you can go, to build a vision, build a direction. Okay, and for those guys, that's why we offer that opportunity. And that's the type of guy that I want to be spending my working days with helping and moving forwards. Now, we do that through three phases, okay? One, two, and three through this elite movement. The first two weeks are the pre-course, which is the breaking in phase. It's almost a shocker catcher because you're suddenly starting to work on yourself. You're learning new things. We're having to make sure that you understand everything. We're trying to guide you around our community, make sure you're in the brotherhood, be part of the family, be part of the movement, and really absorb everything that's going on, okay? It's like that rabbit in the headlights situation. Then the next phase, we go into a 28-day phase, which is the back-to-basics phase, okay? So from here, these are your key fundamentals. Week one, we work on your morning routine in depth, in detail, and we build up an armory or a toolbox, if you like, of skills to be able to perform the most important part of the whole of this process. In week two, we build your vision, in week three, we manage your time and your energy. In week four, we learn to reflect and um, uh, reflect and recap on how we uh, review on how we are performing. So we learn to do that. All right. So we get to then this phase here. And then we go to the embedding phase, which is when we start learning how to manage ourselves, our emotions, our mental state, develop our physical state push boundaries, push those comfort boundaries. So we're learning how to build mental resilience. We're learning how to manage problems. We're learning how to build a 10-year vision. Okay, scary, right? We're looking how to have a seven-day challenge in terms of like beasting yourself physically and moving past those limiting beliefs that you have. We're trying to draw out, build up, and, and um, shape the elite operator right here. This is the standard and that is the status that we're trying to create through this, okay? So for me, there are six key outcomes by the time we get to this here. That is having purposeful direction. That is having structure. And underneath structure comes routines, habits, discipline. Uh, you have a plan. So you know what the bigger picture is. You know what the weekly steps are. You know what you're working to. You're working to milestones. Instead of waking up fucking chasing uh, the buck, uh, chasing the rabbit, chasing the hare, whatever the saying is, you're waking up with clarity, clinical direction, and knowing exactly where your time and your energy is going, all right? The mindset completely and utterly shifts. Some of you might have seen some of the uh, pictures that I posted this morning, some of the guys in the WhatsApp chat, uh, and some of their, I asked them how they were all doing, give to get, ask them all for an update. And you can see some of them chipping away at it, getting there at 1%, slowly undoing years and years and years of bad habits and bad practice to get themselves on that right path. Um, much better uh, management of time and energy, using it wisely, understanding yourself better, and then control. For me, it's that clinical control that's right here, okay? Being in control. And I think that's a really powerful thing to be in charge of. And they are, for me, like six of your, out, your, your outcomes that are at the very top. So when we're looking at how do I measure my result, what's my ROI in terms of my time and investment on that, that's what we're looking at to do, right? 
the byproduct becomes you looking thinner, leaner, stronger, you having a better relationship with your wife, you feeling more confident, you having more self-esteem, you being part of a community, being part of the brotherhood, being part of our family, um, you um, having a much better relationship with your children, your uh, family, your partner, and overall life being a lot more, more meaningful. All right, guys. So that is a little bit more on what we're trying to achieve with our movements, okay, and with our programs, okay. And you can kind of see here this little shield. You might have noticed it throughout the week. So we have different colours. So when you when you achieve your ninety days. If you stay in the brotherhood, you'll re receive your first shield, okay, which is your white shield, okay, and then for the first six months, you'll work towards your uh, bronze shield, then you'll work towards your silver shield, and then you'll work towards your elite operator gold shield, okay, so we're constantly trying to work towards something and get to that next standard, and we wear these every time we meet, so at the weekend, we met up in Birmingham, we did some paintballing, we did a couple of hour seminar, we all got together, we had a couple of drinks on Friday night, we bonded, we all took the piss out of who had the highest badge and, and uh, shield, and it just becomes that part of that community, something much bigger than just yourself, and I think that's what's really important here, is being part of something in a crazy world where we sometimes feel alone, being a part of a community and feeling like we're progressing, progressing, and I think that's really powerful. And if you haven't had chance, please go and listen to the roundtable um, today. Okay, it's on the pin section. I think, um, yep. It's, so it's I've pinned it up at the top. You'll see me and three other chaps, and they're talking about their journeys. It's a powerful listen for sure. So, um, like I say, our offer ends uh, Sunday night. You are more than welcome. If you feel you need um, a call, I've put a link up there as well to um, book a telephone call if you book a call if you book a call and it's next week we're still on a, the offer for you okay so don't worry about that sometimes people just need a telephone call just to make sure it's right for them just to make sure they want to know what they're getting into you might have questions I want you to feel comfortable with investing in yourself okay I don't want you to feel worried um, because people do all right so let's um let's move on to the most important routine of your life. Okay, the most important routine of your life is of course the morning routine. When I used to listen to people that I followed on social media about a morning routine, I used to think I will get nothing from a morning routine. Like I will get absolutely nothing. There's nothing that you are gonna, you are never gonna convince me to get up any earlier than when I do at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock is when I used to get up, but like, that's when I'm getting up. I used to run boot camp, class, boot camp classes in the morning from six to seven in the morning, and I used to wake up, I shit you not, at five to six, okay, and at five to six, I would then leave to go and get ready for that class. It was terrible, like when I look back at it now, I cringe, because I was looking for the, getting that extra ounce of sleep all of the time. Fast forward on four years, I literally cannot wait to get up and get out of the house and do my morning thing. For me, the morning routine is um, where I build the relationship with myself. Okay, It's my time. There's no one else around. And I kind of had this little imagination, this little vision that we're in the middle of apocalypse, Okay, like The Walking Dead maybe. And I just go down to the seafront at half past four with my pup 
and we walk for our 4K and then I get my camping chair. Some of you might watch my Instagram stories on my Rise to Thrive shows where I do it. And I just sit there and I've got my flask of coffee and I've got my set little routine and I've got my hot water bottle which I put on my back to ease the muscles in my back. And I've got this set little routine where I do all of my content. I contact all of my clients um, on WhatsApp, all of my like, clients are in my elite mastermind and my higher coaching groups. Um, and then I spend the last half an hour just sitting there looking out at sea, visualizing my future, um, uh, just really reflecting, putting things into perspective, really just enjoying that time with me. Because I've got four kids, right? 15, 17, 10 months and uh, five years. I'm getting married in four in uh, four weeks. I'm we've just moved into this house. We've been trying to deal with Darcy, trying to build this business, trying to build another two businesses. I run a total of three businesses, and life is hectic. It's crazy. Okay, it's super hectic. And as soon as I leave that beach to come to here, man, it's fucking game time. Dad role, business role, coach role, friend role, fitness role, golf role, jujitsu role, like. Man, I cram shit in. But if I do not have that morning routine, okay, Monday through to Friday, I am going to be a sack of shit. This is not going to be in the right place to be able to build my businesses, to be able to give my best to my clients, to be able to look after a 10-month-year-old Why I'm trying to write an email and she's screaming in my ear while the missus is asking me why I haven't put my fucking laundry away yet, right? So it's like battle ready, you know? So that morning routine is my time to myself, okay? It's, it, it's critical, it's crucial. If you come on to work with us in a 90 day, in the first week, you'll learn how to construct the best routine for yourself. But I will be pushing you all to make sure that it is second nature. By the time you've done your two weeks pre, okay, and when you go on to um, do your first week, by those first three weeks, I will be expecting everybody to be up, not fucking around on the snooze alarm, but in moaning and complaining. When you get up and you thrive in the morning, this is the best time to start a morning routine. That sun is up around 5.20 at the minute, I think it is, and it's mega. It's peaceful. And you don't have to have the beach. You can go around the park, go around your built-up areas, wherever you are. doesn't matter. Find that walk and be out the house within the first 10 minutes. The whole point and purpose of a morning routine is so that when you walk out of that front door, when you go to work, you are in the best frame of mind to be able to handle the day. You're ready for fucking anything that comes your way. Do you remember that thought here? Remember this? It's making sure that is reinforced, loaded up, locked and loaded, ready to fucking go. If anyone comes in your way, Man, you are ready to deal with that. If any excuses come in, you're ready to deal with that. Any victim mentality or pity party, you're ready to deal with that because you build yourself up from the morning, okay? That's what it's about. It's like when you go to the gym, you're going in for a strong session. You just, I see bell ends going straight to the fucking bench press, sticking like 40 on either side, going straight in, no warm-up, no limbering up, okay? And I've seen people tearing their pecs because of it. Same with squats. You don't go into like a strong exercise session without a warm-up and mobility. You're a dick if you do, okay? So why would we go into a day full of hecticness, chaos, like distraction, without warming up us first? Make sense? Make sense? Okay, all right. All right, Stephen's just signed up. Let's go. 
you're you're in my world now. <laughs> There's no escape, Stephen. There is no escape. Um, cool. All right. So listen, I'm going to take you through. I can't take you all through all of it because I don't have the time because I want to do a little bit of thing. I want to do a little bit with you in the evening routine as well. Okay. So um, these are the AM pillars. I'm almost treading on the toes of the second coaching session for week one here. So these are four pillars. And the purpose of having pillars is to give a structure. One of the things that I was talking about that we want to build here is structure, right? We want to be able to manage our time and our energy, and we want to be able to build our mindset, okay? And in, in, in theory, it's fucking, the morning routine deals with all of it. So we need a guide, a guide to a morning wake up, and we're like, cocking and we're like, now what? Fucking JB told me to get up at five. Now what do I do? <laughs> what do I do now? All right, so... We are going to focus on having some form of uh, some form of activity. This doesn't have to be your main workout. This doesn't have to be your main workout. What this is is a form of getting the blood going around the body, getting the blood going around the uh, this has to do my head in around the um, the head, the brain. We want to recalibrate the brain, balance the chemicals here, so that we're thinking straight. All right, makes sense. So some form of activity. Me, mine's my 4K walk every morning. Okay, 4K walk every morning. I come home and me and my boy will sometimes either go to the gym or we'll do a little press up session in the garden. Okay, that's just, you know, just get it going. It's not my main workout, but it gets the blood going. It gets me moving. It limbs me up. It gets the brain flowing. It gets the head thinking. Then mindset. So underneath mindset, this could be a multitude of things. For me, so I can give you an example, um, when I'm doing my walk, I used to listen to podcasts or audiobooks, but now I don't because I just listen to the world. And the world at half past four to half past six is a very, very quiet place. The only things that I can hear are the birds chirping, are the waves crashing in, and are planes on their flight path above me. And it is the most sensational atmosphere in the world. And it's because we don't appreciate enough peace as men, as quite, because we got responsibilities up to the yin yang, right? Fucking, I've got to pay this bill. I've got to fucking deal with these kids. I've got to deal with my boss who's a dickhead, or I've got to deal with my clients. I'm trying to build my business. I'm trying to build a, like, it's hectic in here. You just don't understand if you're not doing it, how peaceful it is in the morning, all right? So mindset wise, I'm preparing my mind for the day ahead. Before anyone tries to come in and tamper with my mindset and my brain, I'm preparing it for battle by keeping it calm, keeping it composed, managing my emotions, my mindset, my physical output. Okay, makes sense? Um, gratitude. It might sound super simple. And I had a conversation with one of my lads on Friday night. Um, and he come down and I just don't fucking get gratitude. I just don't do it. Gratitude is reminding you that actually you're not probably in as bad a situation as you probably think. You're not in as bad a situation as others. And the reason that I try and implement gratitude is to stop the pity party and the victim thinking and the victim mentality. So when someone says to me, oh, I'm having a really hard time with this or that or this, and I go, uh, have you got missiles flying in at you? No, you don't. Okay. Have you got a roof above your head? Fucking great. Um, have you got your arms and your legs? Yeah, good. Are you breathing and you're talking to me? Fucking great. You're winning. Okay. So suddenly 
what it does is puts huge perspective on things. So whenever I find myself slipping into that victim mentality, and by the way, every human being on this fucking planet will fall into a pity party or victim state. It doesn't matter who you are. What we're trying to do is condition you to flip it as quick as possible and recognize it before it consumes you and before you become a fucking nightmare to be around, okay? And I'm just speaking the truth here. That's, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. So what we're trying to do with the gratitude is anchor ourselves to reality of life. And every single morning, we look at three key things that we're so grateful for. Most of mine in the morning, and I might sound like, I don't know, a woo-woo guy here, but every morning, the thing, the number one thing I'm grateful for is peace in the morning. Like, honestly, just that peace, watching my dog just trot off, it is mesmerizing. Especially when you are like, I am a fast paced type of guy. Like I'm always looking for the next thing. I'm, I exercise every day. Uh, four kids, fucking misses. You know, it, it's go time. And I thrive on that. And that anchors me and makes me appreciate life and makes me appreciate people and what they're going through. And the amazing people that come through my front door in terms of my coaching world or my personal space. When I think about all the shit we've gone through and all of the shit that's going on overseas and all of the shit that's going on here as well in our own country. That's kind of like, get me away from it. Do you know what I mean? Get me prepared to deal with it all better. Um, And then clarity. So important. So, so important. Anxiety leads to, like for me, leads to depression. Like you start getting anxious, you become enclosed in yourself. When you, this is, this is the antidote to anxiety, okay? Clarity, certainty, knowing what's going on, being, being in control, okay? This affects the mindset, okay? Being in control of your emotions, of your mindset, of your attitude is powerful, is really powerful. So what we do is when we get up in the morning, we make sure we touch base with one of these each, okay? We touch base with one of these each. Um, and what this does is um, it reinforces our state of mind and our thought going on here, okay? Because each one of these is kind of kind of connect here. So like, for example, the morning routine is building the relationship with yourself, that, so you might go to me, well, what do I get from the relation pill, relationship pillar? But you get to build up that relationship with you, start to like yourself a little bit more, start to recognize what you're good at, start to see the good in yourself. Then you'll also think about people that you care about and love and how your relationship is with those people and around you. Because you're in that position where you're calm where you're working on yourself. So you think, oh God, you know, I could be a much better husband if I just put a little bit more effort in on the school run or putting the kids to bed or helping with washing up and stop thinking that I've been working all day. So it's not my fucking job. So we actually like, and we spend that time in the morning building that pillar. Health, well, health underneath health comes physical, mental and emotional, right? Those three attributes we touch every single morning. If you're going for that walk or that run or that gym session, physical, we're touching base with our mental and emotional state, keeping it composed, building it up, setting it up for the day. Personal development. Personal development comes in lots of different ways. Your personal development is building discipline, is building routine, building structure. And if you can do it in one area, you can do it in another area. In this book here, 
this is my second book, Remember the Mission. I think one of the chapters was, I think, I know, <laughs> um, one of the chapters is um, how you do anything. How you do anything is how you do everything. OK, chapter six. And it's so true. If you perform a really good morning routine and you start to build this habit up here, you're then going to start to do other things really well. You're going to start to have more discipline with your nutrition. You might have more discipline with your work, with the way that you build your business or the way that you build your career, depending if you're a business owner or you're a career dude. Do you know what I mean? Personal development then shines right through. So this in itself, this whole segment here is about building you up as a human being. All right. And then your business and career. Okay. So part of your morning routine, all of your morning routine is to put you in the right frame of mind. The most in stress. Yes. The most stressful environment, most probably is going to be your work. Okay. When you're in that environment, when you're under pressure, when you uh, are obligated to be maybe feeling like you have to stay on or you've got extra responsibilities, whatever it might be, that tends to be where most of the stress is. This is all about preparing you really to manage that because this is the biggest distractor, right? We take those emotions from work. We take those emotions from running our business, whatever, which one, everyone you are, doesn't matter. And then we, we carry that with us, all right? We carry that with us. So that's the morning routine. Now I'm going to do a quick bonus here, all right? I'm just going to take up five minutes of your time and talk about an evening routine. Now, the key part of this routine is preparing you for the working day. What we call is the, um, in fact, let me just wipe this off. Just give me a sec, guys. Okay, so... So we call this the transition routine, all right? Now, for the boys that have signed up, you'll be doing a whole week of this, okay? And you'll be fucking implementing this and practicing this to the yin-yang. Right now, for all you guys, um, I'm going to just give you an outline of it, okay? So... The way that, let me very just quickly talk about the morning routine and the transition routine if you work shifts, okay? So the idea is, is that that morning routine that you saw and that we did, you could take that to any period of the day. So if you start at 12 o'clock midnight, okay, if you start at midnight, you can do that routine at say nine o'clock at night. So you want to get yourself ready for your 12 o'clock shift. So between 9 and 10 or 10.30, you might do that, that morning routine in the evening. So it might become an evening routine. It's really, if you take away it being a morning routine and being a preparation routine, if, you're, if I said, right, this is a preparation routine, simply change the whole, changes the whole identity of what it is. So it's a pre we're preparing ourselves. It's a warm-up. So you can then slot that anywhere around your shifts, wherever your shifts are, okay? Does that make sense? And it's the same with this transition routine. It doesn't matter what time you finish, you can still follow the same principle and same structure at any point of the day to unwind and bring you out, okay? I hope that makes sense. So,
there's our timeline. I'm just going to say for argument's sake, guys, that you finish at five o'clock, all right? Okay. The whole point is to go from this work state. Now, when we're in this work state, um, we can be quite overwhelmed. We can feel quite intense with work. We can be carrying a lot of stress, a lot of thought process. And what ends up happening is we become the walking zombie, right? We walk into the house as the walking zombie. Hi, darling, how was your day? Yeah, good. And you're still thinking about everything to do with work. And you're playing with the kids and you're still thinking about work. And you're coming in and you're still fucking around on your phone or you might go on your lap. So what the idea here, right, is to be able to switch off and pay attention to the things that matter in our house. Be able to wind down, which then affects your sleep. Okay. So it doesn't start at 5 p.m. What it does do is start at 4 p.m. So what I try to get people to do, if they have the ability to do it, is call the wrap-up. Okay, and if you have the ability to be able to do this, that is. This wrap-up period here is about winding down. So what you mustn't do in this last hour is take on any, take on any intense or big jobs. Because when you take on intense and big jobs, you emotionally engage in it. Not to, and, and bearing in mind, in terms of your energy levels, your energy levels are going to start dwindling if we're doing a morning routine, probably around two. That's when you're going to start feeling that morning routine until, you, until you're conditioned enough to break through that. You know, when I started getting up at 4.15, I did the school run and I slept for half an hour before the kids got in the car. Now, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm like, by nine o'clock, I'm ready for bed. I'm in bed. I'm asleep by half nine. All right, so this wrap-up period is about taking on um, um, it's, it's about taking on logistical jobs, jobs that don't entail too much effort, don't take up too much intensity, um, don't push you too hard. Okay, and then in the last fifteen minutes, what you're going to do is what's called a brain dump. So a brain dump is kind of like getting a pad, notepad, and brain dumping. Every single thing that's going on in your head, everything that's happened, all of the things that you are thinking about, all of the things that you're overthinking, and actually getting it all out of your brain. Because what ends up happening inside of here is going round and round and round. And we carry that all the way through this timeline, all the way to the end of the day. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear the kids screaming about outside. So by the time we finish at five, actually what we've done is almost wound ourselves down okay we started that there at four okay and this is a really important thing to be aware of now one way that you can trigger yourself to remember this is to set your alarm on your phone so let's say you do finish at five so at four o'clock your alarm will go, clock will go and it'll go wrap up session so we start to wind down and we've got a whole hour to do it okay and then we leave here and we've brain dumped we've then checked our plans for the next day. What are the top three things I need to do at work tomorrow? Okay. So we've got the brain dump. Okay. Top three things. Okay. That then gives us certainty. So we don't have to constantly be panicking about what we're going to do. Okay. It gives us that clarity, that certainty that we need. Um, and it and it gets rid of all of the worry. So we can be close our book and our diary. This is the diary that we use for our clients, all right? We're going to be upgrading this next month, but this is the one that we use. And there's lots of great stuff in here that we use with the guys. And they can brain dump in there. And the idea is that you can close your book on the work, okay? So when we get to this point, there has to be this boundary, 
okay? There has to be this boundary. You have to recognize and build a relationship with that boundary. When your alarm goes at five, that's when you have to accept that work is done. Now I get that there's gonna be the odd occasion that you might be on call, that you might be running a project, if you're a business owner and you're launching something. So for example, okay, for example, um, I normally finish work at 2.30 in the afternoon, but I start work at 4.50, like, well, I start work at half five. So I do content and stuff in there. So I just move my day left, okay? But for example, this week, I'm not following that routine because I'm here with you right now doing a challenge, right? I'm building up a new business as well. So where I used to finish at half two, I now sat, set an hour after that half two. So from half two to half three, okay, I will then work on that, that new business. So that's seven hours a week. That's 7, 14, 20, that's 28 hours a month I will work on that new business. That's how I structure myself. I don't just go, right, I'm just gonna fucking work, you know? I'm just gonna... I've just, I'll just keep working until I fucking drop and burn out. Everything is structured. Everything is managed. It's like these little blocks that I just slot into the day, right? So we've got to have, add some reality to this, okay? So if we, are, if we are like blocking off here, it's just a normal day and that's when we're finishing, we then start a transition routine. Now, the next part obviously depends on your commute home, how you get home, if you're working from home, all of these fudge things. So I'm just going to give you the key principles of what we need to be looking at, okay? So the first thing is distraction of the mindset. It's been a busy day, all you've been doing is taking fucking calls, getting earache from the boss, whatever. So we need to make sure that we're consuming ourselves with something. Now, this is where I would suggest getting an audio book or a podcast and not getting a self-learn book, but getting an autobiography, um, or listening to a podcast like um, what's the CEO? the diary of a CEO CEO is a really great one. But listening to other people's story and what it does, if you think about this as work, it moves us away from work because what we're doing is we're consuming, we're consuming new information, we're consuming interesting information. Like if you think about people that you listening to me now, I'm hoping it's slowly taking your mind away from work or from other things that are going on. And that's the distraction, right? So if you're working from home, if you set the alarm, you then go for like a 20 minute walk around the block and you listen to 20 minutes of a podcast. Then you're getting some steps in, you're doing some form of activity, which is the other thing. Now, this could either be via the gym, it could be a walk, like the morning routine, it could be a run, it could be a swim, it could be whatever you want it to be. But I, have noticed and tested and trialed, but I feel like these two things here are really critical to you getting into this state of mind. And all we're doing is shifting the state of mind. Remember that, all right? So when we get home here, okay, when we get home, whether it's half past five, whether it's six o'clock, when we're already at home, but we want to have that deadline where the dad cap goes on, all right? So let's just say deadline is 6 p.m., so all of this has to be done so that by six o'clock, your phone goes on aeroplane mode, goes into a different room. You then are present. You then become present for the family. You're helping the missus with dinner. How was your day? Speaking to the kids, wrestling, playing basketball. That's what I, what I do is um, I often play basketball with the boy in the, on, on the drive. 
or we're playing football in the garden or I'm coloring with the little ones or um, I'm being made to wash up. (laughs) So whatever it is, it's about having that home life, that quality of life. Remember, okay, structure, planning, direction, it just connects with all of the things that we're trying to achieve for guys. And then when we get here, then what we have, it, it then goes from the transition routine to the evening routine. So let's say, for example, our two kids go to bed at seven, right? Our little routine is by half seven, we want all of the kids in bed, dealt with kiss, cuddles, all of the shenanigans, so that me and the missus then get the quality time. So we watch two, two episodes of a box set, whatever we're watching. We get the peppermint tea on, we have a chat. There's no phone rule, so we don't have any phones. Then we go to bed about nine, fucking chat, get ready for bed, etc. Do what you do, um, and then go to sleep. And it's about being in a slick, strict routine in that evening that allows you to go to bed and get your sleep. Now, sleep doesn't happen for people when your routine, your mindset is still here. Okay. Okay. The difference being, all right, the difference being is that you carry everything here. And when you go to bed, well, not even probably fucking going to bed here. Most of you probably up watching Babe Station, getting a sneaky fucking wank in before going to bed. All right. So here, it's all work. Work is just here. Okay. And when you do go to bed, you carry that with you. So it's very difficult for you to relax and go to sleep. If you go to bed at 11, if that's what you've been doing, you go to bed at 11 or 12, at midnight, whatever. If you start going to bed at nine, after three weeks, you won't be tired at the start. But by three weeks, your body will have accustomed to being in a relaxed state. The problem is men, women as well, don't put themselves in a state of relaxation to be able to relax, lie there. We're, We're like fucking constantly on our phones all the time, right? So having this, and this takes time. You can't just look at this and go, yep, fucking great. That's me sorted. Okay. Um, and And it's about building this up over time. Testing. The same with the morning routine and evening routine. Test different routines. Test different ways of doing things. Like test getting up at different times and doing things in different orders. The one thing that I would always guarantee, or always, not guarantee, suggest is getting out of the house within the first 10, 15 minutes in the morning so that you can get out, get the fresh air and get your brain working. All right, guys? Um, listen, I hope that's been beneficial for you. Um, so I can do five minutes worth of Q&A. Um, if there's any short, sharp questions, please let me know. If this resonated with you and really helped you, then please do let me know as well, okay? Um, this is the type of stuff that we're going to be getting into if you're coming to do this with us, okay? All right? Now, when you, when you come on to what I call the other side, um, you know, it, it really does take it up a notch. On the 90-day program, does the course accommodate for holidays? We'll be off for two weeks in July. Not sure how uh, involved we'll be for two weeks. 100%. So we have loads of guys who have just been on Easter holiday. Um, and all they do is pay catch-up when they come back. So the videos are there. Um, and it's our job just to nurture you back straight straight back into it, okay? Um, what I would say is, is if you think your holiday's in July, okay, so depending on when July, I'm guessing when the kids go, probably around the same time as us, towards the end of July, you're going to be so into the course, 
okay, that you're actually going to be probably in a really great position to just go, right, I'm, I'm going to allow myself two weeks off and then I'm going to come back and continue where I left off. You'll still be able to be in the support group. It's not like we would kick you out of there. We would make sure you go right through the whole thing. You just communicate with us and say, I'm going on holiday for two weeks. We would then not give you the ass kicking for not showing up. All right. <laughs> You go enjoy your holiday, you come back, you've got something to look forward to. What I would say is the alternative is to wait, what, another two months before you start doing anything? Think about where your life could be in two months compared to not doing, showing up. I often think to myself, God, if only I started this business when I was fucking 33. But I didn't. And I regret that. And, and I, I, didn't, I, I wasted two years thinking about this business and not doing it. So I hope that answers your question. I went off on one there, didn't I? It resonated. Good stuff, Jimmy. Boss Week, JB. Been tough in so many different ways. Again, eye-opening, 100%. Great to have you, Pad. Yeah, I mean, the, the nine-day course is so accommodating, guys. It like that We have designed it not to overtake your life, but to create your life. 